Blog Talk Radio.
Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are very happy that you have chosen to join us in ministering to the Lord and receiving his word and fellowshipping with the body of Christ and learning about our God. Amen. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again. We are an internet Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, church, founded in the love of God, and our reach spans the globe. We encourage you to join us in our chat room, which is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com miracleinternetchurch.com And when the page comes up, if you have a laptop or computer or a tablet, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, sign in using one of the names that's on your birth certificate. One of the names that's on your birth certificate. Amen? And enter your message to greet the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. If you are Using a cell phone, you follow similar directions. You use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, and all the links will open up to you. Amen? And you simply follow the directions that you have heard. And you'll do just fine. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, saints, we live in very treacherous and dangerous times. This is a time where the body of Christ is under great attack. And we must be prepared for the attack. We've been warned, and God has explained, But we need to pay more earnest heed to what he has said to us, lest at any time we forget it. It's important to pay attention when God gives warning. He does not do it lightly. When the Holy Spirit calls attention to a subject matter, it's because We're supposed to pay attention. 
This is not just a sermon to put in your archives of all the sermons you've ever heard in your entire life. No, God is talking. We need to listen. We need to pay attention. And we need to do whatever the instructions say to do. And tonight is one of those nights. Tonight's message is that kind of a message. It is a message to take straight to the heart. If you are convicted by the Holy Spirit, you need to deal with it. You don't need to pretend that the Holy Spirit did not convict you. You need to deal with it, and that right away. People that are called Christians are, many of them, ignorantly falling away from their faith. And God is very serious about the redemption process. He's very serious, Cation process. He's very serious about what he expects of his saints, just as he was with the Hebrews. And as we have read through parts of the Bible, we have learned how very serious God is about what he commands. So, we're going to take God's word to heart. And we're going to do something about what we hear. We're not just going to sit up and listen. You know, I've had saints tell me, I'm just listening. God never called us to just listen. Faith without works is still dead. We have to do more than just listen. Amen? Amen. So I pray that we will do more than just listen. We'll act on what God tells us tonight. And we'll be very serious the matter with him. We won't be trivial with him. We won't be distant from him. We won't run from the message. You know, there are Christians who, when correction comes, they run. As foolish as that is, they do it. God desires for us to be what he intended when he sent us into the earth. It was not accidental. It's deliberate. You are not accidentally born. We've already covered this scripture about the children who should be born. So I don't care what your parents did. God had his intent. Your parents might have been drunk and crazy. Who cares? Jesus got his job done. And that's what matters. Amen? Amen. There are persons who are born, and what their parents did was not honorable. Nonetheless, they become Christians and mighty in God. So the circumstances of your birth does not determine what kind of Christian you're going to be. 
That's for you and Jesus to determine. What they did on them, it's not on you. Amen? Amen. What they did is on them. It's not on you. There are things that we do about what our ancestors have done, and when we finish praying, you need to walk off from what they've done because Jesus set you free from what they did or what they failed to do. Their sin does not determine your future. And it most certainly does not determine your walk and journey with Jesus. And neither should you allow nor continue to allow whatever foolishness, sin, iniquity, or whatever they did to continue to dick how you walk with your God. That's their sin. You walk in the newness of life with Jesus. Amen? Do we understand? The same is with your children especially your grown children. You did what you could to raise them right, as best as you knew at the time. And they are doing what they want to do. They are following whatever they want to follow. It does not make it your fault. God doesn't have any perfect parents because he doesn't have any perfect people. Mary was not perfect, if you actually read the scriptures. Amen? So let us all come to a godly and reasonable understanding. Other people's sin does not have to rain on your parade. Amen? Amen. Other people's sin does not have to rain on your parade. You and Jesus, amen? Amen. Too many of us, for too many years of our lives, go around feeling feeling guilty ashamed, and all other kinds of emotions because and have made decisions in our lives based based on what they did. It wasn't you that did it. They did it. Well, you didn't do that. So get on up and live your life with Jesus, and what other people did was what they did. Amen? There's a reason 
there is a reason that you are cut free with the umbilical cord. Why? Because you have become an individual. When the cord was cut, you became an individual. Now, be the individual that Jesus has called you to be. I know some of you have siblings that have acted out of order all of their lives, and you're walking around with this burden because you turned out one way and they turned out completely different. You can make their choices and they can't make yours. They made their decisions, you made your decision, and you are not responsible for their decisions. They are. You are not responsible for their lot in life. They are. Amen? So whenever they try to dump you with that guilt trip again, you make sure that it doesn't come near you. Because you grew up and finally decided somewhere along the journey of life that you would follow Jesus does not make it a crime. Because your life turned out different because you chose to yield to an influence that led you in a more godly direction is not a sin. Other people's jealousies and envy of you is not your issue. Their issue. Let it stay with them because it does not belong to you. Amen? They have judged you as many times as they could. That's not your problem. Let it go. That is not your problem. That's their problem. You stay in your lane and leave them in theirs. Amen? You know, other people will come along and try to make you feel responsible for their misconduct. Well, you ought to do this, and you ought to do that, and you ought to do this, and you ought to do that. No. You pray for them, you witness to them, you hand them to Jesus, and you keep moving with the Lord. That's it. You're done. Amen? So. Now that you know the truth, walk in it. Live in it. Amen. You don't have to get in their face about it. You can ignore them if you like because that's not you. The Bible says that every man is led away of his own lust and enticed. It's not you. 
So don't take responsibility for something you're not responsible for. They don't happen to like the birth order. Well, you weren't in charge of that department. You're not the CEO of birth order. So don't let them dump that on you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. They have an issue with the fact that you were born before them or you were born after them or whatever the case may be. You're not in charge of that. Amen? Amen. Walk in truth. The Bible says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Our Father is the God who is always there. Heavenly Father, when my loved ones forsake me, I know you will be there for me. Truth that you will never cast off your people and you will not forsake your inheritance. I praise you for including me in that number, Lord. I believe the promises of your word. Father, therefore I know you will not let me be forsaken or desolate any longer. This is because you delight in me, Lord, and I will praise you forever. Realizing these precious truths, I cast all my cares upon you because I know you care for me. You, O Lord, my God, are merciful, and I know you will not forsake me. Thank you, Father, for setting your love upon me and delivering me. Indeed, you have set me on high because I know your name. When I call upon you, Father, you always answer me. Thank you for being with me in times of trouble and for delivering me and honoring me. All my hope is in you, Father. I will praise you because you are the health of my countenance and you are my God. Because of your promises, I will be strong and of good courage. You always go with me, Father, and I know you will never fail me nor forsake me. I love you, Lord, and I thank you for loving me. You got to remember, Saint. Joseph's life gives us an excellent explanation about how relatives can behave. David's life and the Lord Jesus' life gives us even more enlightenment. Amen? So let us walk in truth and in the freedom that Jesus has provided for us. 
Amen? You decided you didn't want to be a Democrat. You wanted to be an independent. So they want to throw you out the family. Why? You decided to go a path different from the one they chose. Well, guess what? Jesus encourages you to allow him to influence your thought life. Yes, you can hear a different drummer from them. And it doesn't mean you're crazy. It does not mean that something is wrong with you. They live their lives their way. You follow Jesus. It doesn't make you a religious fanatic or any of those other derogatory terms that they use to describe you. It means that you have now received persecution, says Jesus did, just as Joseph did, just as many other saints have, from those who have actually been called to love you and support you. Jesus was persecuted, Joseph was persecuted, you're persecuted. Let's keep moving. It comes with the kingdom. Amen? It comes with the kingdom. You're in good company. Amen? Amen. You see, none of these people that judge you so harshly have one drop of blood. They don't have one drop of blood to wash away your sin or their own. And you need to remember that. Amen? They don't have one drop of blood to wash away your sin or their own. And you need to keep that at the forefront of your mind. What they love to do is they want you, for some reason, to feel beholden to them. But when you came to Christ, all your debts rolled on to him. So don't you ever let them make you feel, because you go for the okey-doke, Uh Uh-uh. You don't know them. Jesus paid it all. All to him you owe. And you need to remember that. Because they will continue to attempt to manipulate you emotionally and manipulate you financially and steal from you while grinning in your face. Forgive them, hand them to Jesus, and keep on trucking. That's the way you do that. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Lord, we want to thank you for sending the captives free. 
We want to thank you for setting the captives free. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's the end of your depression about their rejection. That is the end of your despair and rejection and hopelessness and depression and brokenheartedness and mourning about their rejection of you. That's the end of that. That end of that. Amen? That's the end. The end. No more to say but to praise the Lord. They will attempt to hang junk over your head for as long as you allow them to. Amen. It's a real world. It's a real world. So stop rejecting yourself because they choose to reject you. Jesus is not rejecting you, and you need to get off the bandwagon with them. They're going to always find fault with you. I don't care if you actually became perfect. They would still find fault with you. So you need to get off that bandwagon with them and go on with Jesus. Amen. Pastor said enough. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You know, all your little insecurities you've allowed to grow up over the years because other people that were supposed to love you treated you like you were not worthy of love. Well, you are. You are worthy of love. God has set his love, and he's never wrong. If other people don't recognize it, that's their blindness, not yours. Amen? Their lives, not yours. Try to remember that. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the words of truth. We want to thank you that you gird about our loins with the spirit of truth. We wear the breastplate of righteousness that you have given us, Lord, and our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have taken the shield of faith wherewith we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We wear the helmet of salvation and we take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We want to thank you, Lord, that you put a hedge around us. You covered us with the blood of Jesus. We are the head and not the tail. And no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and we shall not want. 
and that you've supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? You can. Yes, you can. We cast down all imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself <clears throat> unto the knowledge of God, and we bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. And therefore, Lord, now that we've talked about this, we cast all of our cares upon you because we know you care for us. We want to thank you for divine health. We want to thank you that you are the God who heals our diseases, and by your stripes we have been healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for leading us and guiding us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, all of his underlings, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bring, bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places in the name of Jesus. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons. Reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons in their attacks, Leviathan spirits in their attacks, all brainwashing Kundalini spirits in their attacks, water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drones. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sorcery devils in their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We thank you, Lord, for it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. 
We bind all force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all of its components. Everything coming from what we call outer space is a weapon against us, from any orbit as a weapon against us from any planet or star or solar system as a weapon against us, from any station planted on a planet in our solar system or any other solar system. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. We give you the praise. We take authority, dominion, and power over the weaponry used against the people, Lord, through the satellite, through the satellite positioning, through their surveillance, all the surveillance weapons used against the people, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. All the weather manipulation from outer space used against the people, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. All of the energy. Aha, all the energy used as weapons. Against God's people, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over what is termed extraterrestrial surveillance. We bind it in Jesus' name. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power of any weaponry or any assailant coming through the cell towers, through our devices and appliances against us in Jesus' name. Return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind all 5G in components. 
We overturn, we bind all tools in their intent, we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous groups, tribal groups, Council, and covenant against the body of Christ. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Covens of witches, cults, covens of warlocks, covens of witch doctors, covens of shamans, covens of wizards. Covens of groups and assemblies and congregations. Covens of globalists. Covens of groups of all sorts, orders, types, and ranks that come under the general category of the Illuminati. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. You are chained with eternal chains under darkness. We send you, your purposes, your plans, your agendas, your work, and the outworking thereof into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind all demons responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the lord of the flies and his agents. And we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all formations of bullflies and other demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise 
in his own eyes. You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, black, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We return to sender. According to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiring of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender our witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites against the website and the app. Binding all abortions as a magical ritual in Jesus' name. Binding false flags. Returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such. All tribal witchcraft. All witch doctor witchcraft. All Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin in the name of Jesus Binding magical spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them. Binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchrony. Binding and caging Poseidon and all underwater demons and stripping them of their crowns and powers and transferring it back to Jesus Christ. All power belongs to God, binding all conjurations and summonings of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by pensioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells and potions in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus forevermore. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, gluttony, all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make Believe, and Fantasy Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. 
binding martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic, spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage into the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work. Mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, violence, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And temptation to sin. Amen. We bind Belial. Beelzebub, Baal, hallelujah, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Ash, Isis, On, all false deity, all queens of the coast are bound, chained with eternal chains under darkness, stripped of powers, and we transfer those powers to Jesus Christ. Binding Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and the 70 in the name of Jesus Christ, chained into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Amen. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs and signals and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, and pact in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grit, grips, Freemasonry, their Masonic charters, and we bind the rituals of every secret society and that of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and lose all of the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own head, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, 
and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. Father, we ask you to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we disconnect ourselves from all phone conversations, from anything from work, the grocery store, the post office, the bank, the neighbors, the visitors. And every demon that has followed us was sent to us or transferred to us. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to leave us now. Go back where you came from. Anything that came through the computer or or from opening an email or a web page or came through our cellular devices, we bind it, we disconnect ourselves from it, and we send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And the Middle East, we pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, including the January 6th prisoners and those who are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover whatever mode of transportation you have provided for us. And those that may be piloting those modes of transportation, we take authority and dominion over all interference of the road so that we are not harmed and neither others near us in Jesus' name. We thank you that you've already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all of the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We thank you for the wall of fire that protects us, Lord, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the linking shield that you have established in Jesus' name. We pull down the enemy's shields and all of his false protections in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your protection and its explanation in the scriptures in Jesus' name. We pull out all sharp pains of witchcraft. We pull out all voodoo pens fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, witchcraft, curses, anything else sent by the enemy, and we return it from whence it came in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, and we return all the evil being sent in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy 
and tear down ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, witch doctors, sorcerers, diviners, and liars in Jesus' name. We tear down and destroy the power of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, bewitchment. Thank you, Jesus. That's what infatuation is. It's a form of bewitchment. It's a demon. Yes, it's a demon. You heard me. It's a demon. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places and with all the offices that you have called me to, I take authority, dominion, and power over the bewitchment that plague Miracle Internet Church. I bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command them now to come up and out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough. A deep breath and cough. Take a deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Every bewitchment that has beset a member of Miracle Internet Church, take a, I take authority, dominion, and power, and I command those devils to come out of you right now in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath, then cough in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep breath, then cough in Jesus' name. Cough from your gut, not from your throat. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody ought to be coughing now. Bewitchments are everywhere. Come on out. I command those demons to come out, Father. I ask you to release your angels against them in warfare in Jesus' name. destruction, 
psychic warfare and powers, ungodly blessings, incense and candle burnings, all incantations, hoodoo, root works, crystals, and everything being sent from the demonic realm, especially tribal rituals and sin in Jesus' name. We send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to the senders. Hate all the hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. Paralysis, blindness, bondage, fear and heaviness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, if you can correct our family members. We thank you for it, and we are in agreement. If you can save their souls, we bless the name of Jesus. If not, we know that you will do what your word says that you do. We give you praise and glory and honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Y'all remember that old song about backstabbers? They smile in your face. All the time they want to take your place, the backstabbers. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord, we forgive the backstabbers, and we're moving on with you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Okay. No. Our featured Proverb for tonight is Proverbs 15. Our verse for meditation comes from, I think this is 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 25. Thank you, Lord. Our featured ebook is Double-Minded Man, Spiritually Unstable. If you have not read this book, you need to. Amen? The link is in the chat room. So, tonight. We're going to talk about wage war and defeat. Wage war and defeat. Saints, we are moving forward to expose and defeat Satan and his army of deluding, seducing, and lying spirits who are attacking God's people for the purpose of Stopping the advance of the church into his territory. That's right. We are moving forward to expose and defeat Satan and his army of deluding, seducing, lying spirits who are attacking God's people for the purpose of stopping the advance of the church into his territory. Saints, we are not hiding in fear. We are not holding the fort. We are not running from Satan in fear. We are not hiding out in our dorm instead of confronting the enemy face to face. We are pursuing him and seizing the victory that belongs to us. Nor are we wandering in a maze of foolishness and unwise choices 
for we have been redeemed from all such. We have been redeemed from all of these sins. By the spirit of the living God, we are being thrust out in new strength to confront Satan. We will demolish his strongholds and press the battle against him until he has to retreat. God is teaching us how to wage war. God is teaching us how to wage war. David's example serves to teach us much. He praised God for giving him victory over all his enemies. So if you will join me at 2 Samuel chapter 22, beginning with verse 31. 2 Samuel, chapter 22, beginning with verse 31. Samuel, chapter 22, beginning with verse 31. As for God, his way is perfect. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is trust. He is a buckler to them that trust in him. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. For who is God, save the Lord, and who is the rock? save our God. God is my strength and power, and he maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arm. Also given me the shield of thy salvation, And thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, so that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and destroyed them, and turned not again until I had consumed them. And I have consumed them and wounded them that they could not arise. Yea, they are fallen under my feet. You know, the saints used to sing this song about Satan is under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. Satan is under my feet. We need to remember those songs, you know. They help. Praise the Lord. Remember, saints, God has determined to make us the head, if, if. So, David 
David clearly understood the secret to victory. He pursued his enemies and did not turn to the left or right, nor stop waging war until he had consumed them. Amen. We are going out as a church to fight, as the body of Christ, to do God's bidding with the same determination and spiritual aggressiveness. We are going out as a church, C-R-C-H-U-R-C-H, church, not as individuals, as the body of Christ, to do God's bidding with the very same determination and spiritual aggressiveness that we have just read about. Saints, none of us can allow ourselves to be passive passive and pathetic ever again. None of us, not any of us, can allow ourselves to be passive and pathetic ever again. There is no passivity, and there's none of this pathetic foolishness that religion brings in God's kingdom. Jesus is not pathetic. God is pouring new strength into us. He has taught our hands to war and has strengthened and equipped us to pursue our enemies until they are subdued and crushed under our feet. An army of deluding, seducing spirits are attacking the minds of Christians. Now, are you one of those Christians? Some of you are. Some of you indeed are. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4, and we'll begin with verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. 1 Timothy 4, beginning with verse 1. Now the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Unlike Nikki Haley, there isn't this faith, that faith, your faith, my faith. No, the faith. The faith as it was once delivered to the saints, the faith. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, and we are here, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, teachings of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 
You know what seared with a hot iron is. I know people think they're so modern today that they don't know what an iron is or an ironing board either. But you know how to sear a steak, and you know the difference that it makes, don't you? Yes, you do. Well, some people, their conscience is seared, just like a steak is seared and worse. Think about that. Yes, saints, even on a personal level, not just doctrinally. Hmm. That's dangerous. That's very, very dangerous. Through the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy? Yes. Hypocrisy. Claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which your own behavior does not conform. Hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which your own behavior does not conform. This is the practice of pretending to be what you are not or to believe what you do not actually believe. In this practice, you say that you stand for behaviors which you do not practice in the Bible. Yes, in the Holy Scriptures. Jesus condemns hypocrisy. It is ungodly to pretend to be something that you are not or that God has not called you to anyway in order to receive recognition or gain. Say it again. In the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, the Lord Jesus condemns hypocrisy in every order, rank, type, shape, and form. After all, he is true. It is ungodly to pretend to be something that you are not or that God has not called you to anyway in order to receive recognition or gain. This is a direct result of pride. It may show itself as betrayal or dishonesty. Mm-hmm. This is serious. This is serious. It's very serious. It's very, very serious with God. That means acting out roles of a desire for praise and recognition rather than genuinely pious or moral motivation. So 
So let's visit with Job momentarily. Job will help us out with this a little. I appreciate his help. Job chapter 13, verse 16. Job chapter 13, verse 16. Job chapter 13, verse 16. He also shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite shall not come before him. Job just gets right to the point, doesn't he? That's what I like about him. He gets right to the point. He's not joking around. He gets right down to business. God's not playing that game. And the saints shouldn't be playing that game either. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. He says, and hypocrites shall not come before him. That's important. Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. We have an excellent example in the New Testament of hypocrisy. There are many examples throughout Scripture, but this one is extremely clear. Galatians chapter 2, beginning with verse 11. Galatians chapter 2, beginning with verse 11. Here we have a situation where the Apostle Paul called out the Apostle Peter as a hypocrite. Yes, hypocrisy can attack anybody. Beginning with verse 11. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face. Notice he didn't go behind his back talking about him. He told him the problem to his face because he was to be blamed. For before that, certain came from James. He did eat with the Gentiles. In other words, they had a gathering, and as long as the um, the Jerusalem Jews and the other ones, you know, staunch and they're still staunch in their Judaism, weren't there, he was fine. He ate with the Gentiles. But when they were come, when that group came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision, fearing them old Jews, knowing what God had done, knowing that the the vision that God had given him, knowing that God had poured out his spirit on the Gentiles after the entire experience. Peter is the one that withdrew from the Gentiles when the old-time Jews showed up. And the other Jews dissembled likewise with him. His, His hypocrisy influenced other people. It blinded other people. 
insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that, they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou, being a Jew, livest after the manner of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? You can't have it both ways. You actually have to walk your talk. You actually have to live the word. You can't have it that way. You can't be one way around your family and another way when you get around the believer. You can't be one way around your friends, another way when you get around church people. You got to learn to be sincere and truthful. You can't be one way around your associates at work and then another way when you come around the same. Amen. I think we understand that. God does not like it at all. That was one of his chief arguments with the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin. They were trying to impose laws on people that they didn't even keep. Amen. Hypocrisy is a form of entitlement in the wrong. At the root of hypocrisy, is fear and low self at the root of hypocrisy is fear and low self-esteem at the root of hypocrisy is a spirit of fear and low self-esteem saints use hypocrisy to avoid looking at their own shortcomings and figuring out their part in it. Many times, this stems from a sincere belief that one should not be held to the same standards as others because one supposedly has better intentions. But that won't work with God. That won't work with God. You're trying to appeal to some group more than you're interested in how you present to Jesus Christ. You've got an issue. You've got an issue. Yes, you do. It's called sin. That's what that issue is. Hypocrisy is sinful enough but it also makes us resistant to the call of God to repent. Hypocrisy is bad enough. It's a horrible sin, but it also makes us resistant to the call of God to repentance. 
Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Second Chronicles chapter 7, amen? If my people, that would mean the saints, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Who does it say does the turning? It does not say God takes you by the shoulders and pivots you another way. No, it says you turn from your own wicked ways. You're doing the turning. You're doing the humbling, you're doing the praying, you're doing the seeking his face, and you're doing the turning. That's what he said. You're doing the turning from your own wicked ways. Repentance is more than, oh, Lord, forgive me of my sin. No, that's just an introduction. Repentance has a process. And at its end, you have to walk in truth. Then will I hear from heaven, and not one second before, and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The Lord has not changed his mind on that. When we are living as hypocrites, We justify ourselves to ourselves. So we lie to our own selves. We deceive our own selves. We don't need Satan's help. We're doing the work. Though God is never fooled. And for some reason, you should come to realize that you can only fool some of the people some of the time. You can't fool all the people all the time. So when we are living as hypocrites, we justify ourselves to our outward expression. I do this. I do that. See, I do this. See, I'm generous. See, I'm this way. See, 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 see what I have done. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While ignoring the evil in our hearts. Well, God desires truth in the inward part. That's what he said. Our God wants truth. In the inward part. Yes, he does. Psalm 51, verse 6. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. That's the truth. That's what the Bible says. 
Amen. That's what the Bible says, and God is not playing. He's not changing. He's not making exceptions for anybody. He's not making exceptions for anyone. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. God is not making exceptions for anybody. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth that, shall he also reap. It's the truth. And the wages of sin is still death. This is a very serious matter. Yes, saints, through the hypocrisy and pretensions of liars whose consciences are cauterized or burned or branded with a scorching eye, this apostasy or delusion, as Paul stated, results in a falling away within the church. People falling away from their faith and commitment to Jesus, and they're in the church. They go to the chat room. They go to the prayer room. They listen to the broadcast. But they don't change. See, you can go through the motions as much as you want, but until you get to obedience, you better keep pushing. You know, I told you not too long ago, that my prayer is that all of us are ready whenever Jesus comes. Well, we better get busy. Amen? We better get busy because we have work to do. Yes, we do. The Holy Spirit has revealed in latter times there are going to be Christians led away from their faith and commitment to Christ. The major reason for this apostasy is that Christians are going to be deceived in their mind. So when we teach you to bind every thought, it's not just something to say. It's something to do. Amen? When we emphasize 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and 5, you better know it's important. By listening and giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and teachings of demons. Remember, saints, Delusion is a mental straying where the mind is led away and astray from the truth into wrong opinion and error. Now, some of us saints are highly opinionated. 
We are outright judgmental if the truth be told. But we need to learn to humble our opinion under the mighty hand of God. Because just because we thought it does not mean it is thus saith the Lord. Some of us are too opinionated. Amen. It is it is so. Saints, I have warned us before. I have warned us before about elevating our own opinion and doubt into belief. You know, gossip does it this way. Well, you know, so and so said such and such and such, but I don't really, I don't, I don't know about so and so. Well, if you don't know, then maybe you shouldn't talk. If you haven't heard from heaven, what are you saying? Amen? And by sowing seeds of doubt into yourself and others, you are thereby courting the judgment of God. So let's visit. In the book of Leviticus, God will help us get it together. He's come to help us to get it together. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 15. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 15. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 15. You know, I had a saint not too long ago tell me, Uh, uh, about a situation where I happen to know that that person voted for a wizard. I happen to know that that person voted for a wizard. And so we had had a previous conversation about seeking the Lord on whom to vote for. And this saint guaranteed me that they were going to seek the Lord. All right. I said, okay. But then, when you as a blood-bought saint of Jesus Christ come back later and tell me that you, uh, you, you listen to all of this from the news and you listen to, to the speeches, and you did this, and you did that, and you did the other. And you ended up voting for a wizard? I'm wondering about you. When you're voting for a thief, and other people know that you're voting for a thief, I'm wondering about you. I'm wondering if you really did hear from God or you just did what your friends do. Amen? Amen. It's real. 
There is no fellowship between Belial and Christ. There is no fellowship between the devil and God. Let's understand that. Can't brag to me that you voted for a wizard. It's just not going to work. Amen? It's just not going to work. I don't care what alphabet is behind their name. A wizard is a wizard is a wizard. John, did I ever get around to reading what I wanted to read in Leviticus before I take off the John? Let me get back to Leviticus. Leviticus 19, verse 15. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, not to yourself or anybody else. Amen. But in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. And in righteousness, if you must, judge yourself. Now we can go to the Gospel of John. John chapter 7, verse 24. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 24. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment what God said. Not according to the appearance of things, not according to your own opinion, but judge righteous judgment. In my Bible, it's in red. Amen. Praise the Lord. Judge righteous judgment. You know, we have to give an account to God for the judgments we make. That's a real sobering thought, isn't it? Saints, we are often in sin in this matter. So, let's give place to the spirit of truth. Let's give place to the spirit of truth. Verse 5, Psalm 25, verse 5, lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. This is important. Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. So 
I know that this saint did not consult even if that person thought they did because he guides you into all truth. Amen? It's interesting what saints do. This delusion and seduction of the minds of Christians, which the Holy Spirit has declared will happen, is happening right now. Not later on, right now. There are Christians in MIC who are being led astray from their first love and have become cold and lukewarm in their relationship with Christ. Amen? There are people in MIC who have become, become cold or lukewarm in their relationship with Christ. In Jesus' letter to the church at Ephesus, he warned the following. If you'd like to join me in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4, that would be nice. Revelation 2, verse 4. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. You see, there are people who've never made Jesus their first love. But there are also saints who did make Jesus their first love, only they got tired of him. Tired of him when he didn't do what they wanted him to do. They couldn't manipulate him to get him to do it when they wanted it done. He required something of them they didn't want to give. Then he told the Laodicean church, In the next chapter, Revelation chapter 3, beginning with verse 15, Revelation chapter 3, beginning with verse 15, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then. Because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Jesus said that. This is the condition of many saints today. That's right. This is the condition of many saints today. Second Timothy, chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Second Timothy, chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Second Timothy, chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, 
without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, petty, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. That's the word of the Lord. Paul was not talking about heathen. He was not talking about people in the world. Paul was referring to professing Christians who had a form of godliness, yet their actions and conduct proved them to be hypocrites. Are you one of them? And if you are, what are you going to do about it? Said there would be, and he did not lie, Christians who would be lovers of themselves and their own desires, lovers of money, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, lovers of their own way. Yes, even lovers of financial security more than lovers of God. Let's visit Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Seems very specific to me. Very plain, very direct, very much to the point. There doesn't leave any room for fudging. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. And now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. It doesn't leave any room for any confusion. Full of Mark. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. All right? Many Christians 
even in MRC, have become self-centered, self-promoting, and love the pleasures of this life more than Christ. Amen. Let's go to the Gospel of Luke, Chapter 17. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 17, beginning with verse 31. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 17, beginning with verse 31. In that day, which shall he, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Verse 32. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Genesis chapter 19 beginning with verse 12. Genesis chapter 19, beginning with verse 12. Genesis chapter 19, beginning with verse 12. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up. Get ye out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hasted Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, The men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful unto him, they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plains. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Now behold, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Thither is it not a little one, and my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. 
Till you arise, I can't destroy. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zor. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plains and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. You see, obedience counts. Obedience counts, saints. Saints, we cannot be so connected to our material possessions and our comfortable lifestyle and our wants that we magnify our lustful desires for these things over the command of our God. Again, the army of deluding, seducing spirits are attacking Christians with the major objective of deceiving and leading them away from their faith and commitment to Christ. Remember the nurse's testimony from the last service? She said they had to pay, they had their mortgages to pay. That's what she said. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. You choose. Amen? The strategy of these spirits is not to try to deceive Christians through some obvious issue or teaching that is known as evil. Remember, saints, Satan is an imposter the father of lies, an arch deceiver. These delusions from Satan will be disguised and will appear as something that is sincere and pure. Saints, God has been calling each of us to a level of transparency which will allow him to aid us in our recovery from sin. But few of us have taken him up on this. Perhaps God will give you repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that you may recover yourself out of the snare of the devil since you have been taken captive at his will. Pastor's email address remains gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, I'm preaching to the right audience. 
God knows who he's talking to. We're going to go to the guest call-in line for a little bit here while we can. And area code 9518, area code 9518, you're on the okay, air so line. Pastor yes. Sabrina? Hi. Yes. I'm calling in for prayer. Uh, but first of all, I want to repent before God and, and to my leadership, you and the other leaders of the body of Christ at uh, Miracle Internet for rebellion and ask you forgive me and the Lord to forgive me for uh, my emotions, pride, backsliding, slash, carnal mind, and I'm asking for prayer, you know, to grow and to become a stronger Christian in 2024 and to be steadfast with the Lord. All right. Well, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come into agreement with our sister's prayer request before your throne. You said whoever sins we remit, they are remitted. So as the body of Christ, we forgive and we remit her sins, as she mentioned. We thank you, Lord, that this is a fresh start and a new beginning. Yes, Lord, thank you. And you made room for fresh starts and new beginnings on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. And so you say in the word in Revelation chapter 21, verse 5, Behold, I make all things new. So we thank you, Lord, for blessing our sister with a new beginning and a fresh start. We pray that she learned the lessons she needed to learn during her trial and temptation, that she never forget the lessons that you taught her during that season of her journey. We ask you, Father, to strengthen her in her inner man. We ask you to bless her. We ask you to undergird her and to fill her with your love, your truth, and your power, that she might live before you in the newness of life. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that she allowed to drag her to that place. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command them to come out of her now. In Jesus' name. <coughs> Come on out. <coughs> we thank you, Father, for releasing your angels to do their responsibilities in such a manner. Come on out, all of them. All those demons. Especially the ones connected to family members. Come on out. Bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. In Jesus' name. Come on out. We uproot you now in Jesus' name. Come on up. All those conflicting emotions inadequacy, insecurity, doubt, fear, and unbelief. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come on up. Make yourself microscopic and come out in the name of Jesus. Make yourself Ugh. small and come out here. All of that unbelief, come on out. Every voice, 
every message that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, we bring you into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Come on out of here right now in Jesus' name. All the backsliding demons, Belial, you're bound. You and all of your truth is bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of her. Come on out. Up and out. Come out of her now. All the backsliding crew, you come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. You had no right. The blood lost child of God, come on out in Jesus' name. To the others of you that are backslidden, you need to come. You need to be coughing too. There are many of you. You need to be coughing too. All the backsliding things. Never last one of them. Come on in the name of Jesus. Into the king's bank. To the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come on out. All the backsliding things. Come on out. <coughs> Even backsliding in your thoughts and imaginations. Come on out. Bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. All of it. Every bit of it. Deep breath and calm. Come out now. In Jesus' name. Come on out. In the name of Jesus Christ. All the backsliding. That's right. All of it. Come on out. All the witchcraft and rebellion and the thought life bound in Jesus' name. Come on out in the name of Jesus. All the stubbornness and pride bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Deep breath and cough. Don't swallow that. Cough that thing out. Come on out. It's got to come out. The whole root ball. We pour it out of you with the sword of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, come on out of us. Lukewarm, bound in Jesus' name. Come on out in Jesus' name. Lukewarm, cold and lukewarm, bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of Jesus. If you're not coughing, you need to be praying in the spirit. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come on out Inordinate affections Bound Wicked desires Bound Come on out In Jesus name Come on out We disconnect her father With the sword of the spirit From Belial And all of his underlings in Jesus' name, we send them bound and chained into the spiritual case into the feet of Jesus for judgment. Witchcraft devils from uh, close associates and family members and co-workers bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. 
All of the witchcraft, they've been there for a long time accumulating. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. You can no longer supply power or communication to any other demon. You're bound in Jesus' name. Get out. Thank you, Lord. Come on out of her. She's chosen to be free, and you can't stay in there anymore. Amen. Father, we thank you for taking this deliverance to its completion in Jesus' name. We ask that you send your holy fire and burn the rest of these demons out in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, repeat after me. Repeat after me. Okay. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I repent. I repent. From doubting you. From doubting you. I was wrong. I was wrong. And I admit it. And I admit it. I ask you to heal me. I ask you to heal me, Lord. And deliver me. And deliver me. And restore right relationship between us. And restore right relationship between us. Father, we thank you and we give you praise for honoring her thank prayer you, in Jesus' praise. name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Pastor Sabrina. Now take a deep breath. Do I have one more thing. Deep? Yes, ma'am. All I have right. one more thing. You know, we purchased, and I just wanted to get prayer for us, for the demons uh, disconnecting from the spirits. And we have two pets, and me and my daughter, we're waiting on the key, and uh, we'll be moving in a day or two. And to just just pray over us in the house or whatever the, the Holy Spirit gives you in regards to that that I've been talking to you about. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bless you, Pastor that you have blessed our sister with. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over it now. It is hers. No demon can steal it from her or hoodwink her out of it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask that when the present occupant leaves, that all that is here, demons and spirits included, exit with him never to return in Jesus' name. We ask you to forgive, Lord, every sin, every iniquity, every trespass that has taken place on that property. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And we bless the name of Jesus Christ. All right, sister, spend some time with Jesus. He'll be here to help you. We love you. you. Love you all, too. Thank you, Pastor Brina. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
Area code 407, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Good night, Pastor Sabina. Good night, All right, Pastor good night. Sabina. All right, we All love you. Good. God bless. Area code 209. Hi, it's Sherry. Hi, how you doing? Uh, like everyone else and like you, we're all in warfare. That's for all sure. Right. Uh, um, what yeah, do you need from the Lord? Um, protection and... Um, just more assistance with um, the attacks that have been afflicting me. Okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you, you teach us how to do warfare, and you declare that that's what you're teaching us tonight. We ask you to give our sister more revelation, more knowledge, more understanding, and more wisdom in how to deal with the attacks that come her way. We raise the shield of faith, and we return to sender those attacks according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your angels protecting her. We thank you for them doing warfare over her. We ask you, Lord, to help her to remember to disconnect when she comes out of the company of persuasions and events in Jesus' name. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over her, and we thank you, Lord, for opening her understanding that she might receive what you're trying to give her. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. You're welcome. We love you. I love you, too. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well. Okay. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. Amen. God is good all the time. Abortion has topped several infectious diseases as the world's leading cause of death for at least the fifth year in a row, even though multiple abortion restrictions have gone into place at the state level following the U.S. Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. Statistics compiled by Worldometer, a database, made mistake, a database that tracks quantitative data on health the global population and other metrics in real time show that more than 44.6 million abortions were performed worldwide in 2023. The last available snapshot of Worldometer from 2023 captured by the Internet Archive Wayback Machine by December 31st shows that the number of abortions performed last year exceeds the combined number of casual caused by the other leading causes of death listed. The second leading cause of death worldwide, communicable diseases, took the lives of over 12.9 million people last year. 
That's a lot more. Cancer was attributed to more than 8.2 million deaths, while smoking contributed to the deaths of over 4.9 million people. More than 2.4 million people died of alcohol use. More than 1.6 million people perished because of HIV or AIDS, and over 1.3 million people lost their lives in road traffic accident fatalities. Over 1 million people died by suicide. Other causes of death listed include the flu, which took the lives of more than 500,000 people, and malaria, which killed over 390,000 people. More than 300,000 mothers lost their lives during childbirth, and over 7.5 million children under the age of five died of unspecified illnesses and causes. Hunger took the lives of 17,000 people in 2023, while over 800,000 died of water-related diseases. The world of... Whew, this is a lot to swallow, Lord. The World Odometer measured the total death in 2023 as more than 60.6 million. However, that figure does not include abortion as a form of death. If abortions were counted as deaths in the statistics, the fatalities last year would have exceeded 100 million, and abortions would have accounted for more than 40% of them. For the past two years, the approximately 44 million abortions performed worldwide enabled the procedure to surpass other causes of death worldwide. While the number of abortions that took place in 2020 and 2019, about, about 42.6 million and 42.4 million respectively, death in both years. And did I miss a... Um, I missed something, were slightly lower than the numbers of pregnancies terminated in subsequent years. Abortion was still the leading cause of death in both years. The number of abortions performed in 2023 remained relatively unchanged from 2022, even though last year constituted the first full year since the U.S. Supreme Court determined in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization that the U.S. Constitution does not contain a right to abortion. The Dobbs decision led to the passage of laws in several states that either severely restricted or almost entirely banned the procedure. The pro-life activist organization Susan B. Anthony, Pro-Life America, estimates that the pro-life laws passed in the year and half following the Dobbs decision included those that are currently on hold due to legal challenges, will will prevent 166,239 abortions each year. According to the Center for Reproductive Rights, a pro-abortion advocacy group, 35% of the world's women of reproductive age live in 77 countries where abortion is available upon request. These countries are primarily concentrated in Western countries such as Canada, Australia, and nearly all European countries. 25% of women of reproductive age live in 12 countries where abortion is available to women for a broad variety of social and economic reasons. 12% of women of childbearing age live in 47 countries 
where abortions are permitted to preserve the health of the mother, while 22% reside in 42 countries where abortions are allowed to save the life of the mother. Just 6% of women live in the 22 countries where abortion is prohibited altogether, most of which are located in Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Households that are headed by illegal immigrants and have U.S.-born children are more likely to use welfare than are homes led by U.S.-born individuals, according to a recent report by the Center for Immigration Studies. At least 59.4% of illegal immigrant-led homes use one or more welfare programs, compared with 39% of households headed by people born in the United States, according to the December 19th report. High rates of welfare use among illegal immigrants primarily reflect their generally lower education levels and their resulting low incomes coupled with the large share who have U.S.-born children who are eligible for all welfare programs from birth, the report reads. More than half of all illegal immigrant households have one or more U.S.-born children, children born to illegal immigrants in the United States also known as anchor babies, are considered to have automatic birthright citizenship, even though the U.S. Supreme Court hasn't explicitly ruled on the matter. Illegal immigrants can't access most welfare programs, a restriction that eases for their children who are born in the country. The American welfare system is designed in large part to help low-income families with children, which describes a large share of immigrants, CIS states in the report. A dozen states offer Medicaid to all low-income children regardless of immigration status. Such children also have access to various government food and meal programs, programs such as temporary assistance for needy families, the Women, Infants, and Children Nutrition Program, free or subsidized lunch, and breakfast for students, and Medicaid for Children, Children's Health Insurance Program, were explicitly created for minors, the report states. The CIS report is based on data from the U.S. Census Bureau's 2022 Survey of Income and Program Participation. The reality is that illegal immigrants are included in the S. IPP. A large share of them are poor, and they or their U.S.-born children have welfare eligibility, and many take advantage of this eligibility. They stated a very large share of immigrants come to America, have children, struggle to provide for them, and so turn to taxpayers for support. This can be seen as especially problematic given that there is already a large number of Americans who are also struggling to provide for their children. According to data from the Federation of American Immigration Reform, the total number of U.S.-born children of illegal aliens in the United States as of June stood at 5.78 million, a population more than two times that of Chicago. FAIR estimates that illegal aliens and their U.S.-born children impose a net annual cost of $150.6 billion on American taxpayers as of the beginning of 2023. 
Over the past five years, the annual cost has risen by almost $35 billion. This burden will only continue to grow as a result of the Biden administration's open border policies. The organization warns the multiple GOP members have taken a strong stance against birthright citizenship. In 2018, former President Donald Trump said he would remove birthright citizenship via executive order, which didn't happen. In his 2024 campaign, President Trump has reiterated his position on the matter. In a May video, President Trump promised to sign an executive order on day one of his second term to solve the issue. Such an order would end the unfair practice known as birth tourism, where hundreds of thousands of people from all over the planet squat in hotels for their last few weeks of pregnancy to illegitimately and illegally obtain U.S. citizenship for the child, often to later exploit chain migration to jump the line and to get green cards for themselves and for their family members. At least one parent will have to be a citizen or a legal resident in order to qualify, President Trump stated. So what does that mean? They're going to be hopping on weak American people to marry them. So you heard it first. Don't play that game. It's a game and a scam. Republican presidential candidate, Ranswamy called for an end to birthright citizenship for children of illegal immigrants during the second GOP debate in September. Now, the left will howl about the Constitution and the 14th Amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th Amendment. And what it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof are citizens, he said. So nobody believes that the kid of a Mexican diplomat in this country enjoys birthright citizenship. Not a judge or legal scholar in this country will disagree with me on that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship, then neither does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come here. In July, Representative Matt Getz of Florida introduced a proposal called In Birthright Citizenship Fraud Act of 2023, which aims to abolish automatic birthright citizenship for U.S.-born children of illegal immigrants. Under the legislation, at least one parent of the child must be a U.S. national or a refugee have lawful permanent citizenship or be an active member of the military. My legislation recognizes that American citizenship is a privilege, not an automatic right to be co-opted by illegal aliens, Mr. Getz said in a statement. This is an important step in preserving the sanctity of American citizenship and ensures that citizenship is not treated as a loophole to be exploited but rather a privilege to be earned when legally migrating to our country. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. is seeking to install military drone infrastructure in airfields along the West African coast as part of efforts to contain the influence of al-Qaeda and Islamic State in the region, The Wall Street Journal reported on Wednesday, citing American and African officials. 
U.S. diplomats, diplomats have held talks with representatives from Ghana, Ivory Coast, and Benin over the possibility of basing unspecified recognizance drones in their airfields, the new papers claim. The three countries, all relatively stable, have, along with Togo, have been threatened by an increased flow of south of flow south of Islamist militants from Mali, Burkina Faso, and Niger, where about 41,000 people have died in jihadist violence since 2017. The use of drone technology would allow American military forces to surveil militant movements along Africa's west coast, as well as provide real-time tactical advice to local troops in a region at the center of the world's most concentrated Islamic insurgency. Deploying tactical assets to the West African coastal areas and away from regions considered hotbeds of Islamic activity represents a a strategic shift from Washington, according to a former U.S. commander of special operations on the African continent. There's not really much uh, option other than to fall back and operate out of the coastal West African states. Retired Air Force Major General Mark Hicks told the journal. While violence in western coastal regions of Africa has not reached the same levels as in the core Sahel countries, U.S. officials have expressed concerns that militant groups may spill further across borders to areas of comparative peace. The coastal West African countries that used to be insulated no longer are a senior U.S. military official told the outlet. Western influence in the region has been further diminished by a succession of military coups in those countries, including Mali, Burkina Faso, and Niger. All three newly established military regimes demanded the withdrawal of French forces, which had previously acted as the West's military representatives in the region. The coups also set in motion U.S. laws that limit security assistance to military juntas, including the deployment of commandos to the region to assist in the training of local forces. A senior Benitez-Terry official said the country's authorities would not object to the U.S. operating from its airfields, as it would give the country access to high-end drone technology without incurring major costs. Such deployment could contribute to improving surveillance of our borders and preventing malicious incursions, the unnamed official told the WSJ. Military officials from Ghana and Ivory Coast did not respond to requests for comment. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a network of NGOs or non-governmental organizations seems to be playing a powerful role in coordinating the large-scale invasion of illegals at the U.S. southern border. The new website, Mudraker, revealed a treasure trove of mass migration blueprints handed out by non-governmental organizations across South and Central America to illegals with details about their route to the U.S. 
to the U.S., Mudraker has obtained multiple maps handed out by non-government organizations across South and Central America. And they're showing the people the best way to cheat to get in the U.S. and what to do once you get here. The collapse of the U.S. southern border is a result of a carefully planned and deliberately executed industrial mass migration program. The first map distributed by Doctors Without Borders. The front of the map shows the routes from Panama to Mexico, and the back shows the routes across Mexico to the United States. The collapse of the U.S. southern border is the result of a carefully planned and deliberately executed industrial mass migration program, they said. Map number two is distributed by the United Nations International Organization of Migration, distributed by the United Nations, and it shows various commissions and consulates across the country of Mexico to help them out. Map number three is distributed by the NGO Amigos del Tren, Friends of the Train in English. The front shows the train routes across the country of Mexico. The back lists numerous hostels or found along the train routes and also shows the distances between Mexican cities. Map number four, distributed by the Red Cross. The front shows the freight train routes across Mexico, similar to the other train uh, map and this 80 different stops from Panama to the United States. The back gives advice on navigating the mass migration trail. One piece of advice given is how to safely ride a freight train. It is advised to avoid riding a freight train if you are under the influence of alcohol, drugs, or medication that can make you drowsy. What's becoming increasingly evident is that a network of non-governmental organizations funded partly by the U.S. taxpayer, but by other countries and corporations are covertly facilitating the invasion of illegals at the U.S. border, as well as distributing them across the U.S. into progressive metro areas. According to an August report by progressive left-leaning media watchdog organization, Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting, President Biden's Department of Homeland Security allocated $363 million to these non-government organizations to assist illegal aliens once in the U.S. Texas Governor Greg Abbott released a press release one year ago detailing how these organizations may be engaged in unlawfully orchestrating other border crossings through activities on both sides of the border, including in sectors other than El Paso. Once across the border, these non-governmental organizations are also helping migrants with transportation across the U.S., such as providing seats on commercial airlines. Just ran into a group of African migrants from Guinea, Heading to New York City, they had documents from Catholic Community Services of Southern Arizona, Inc. I'm seeing migrants all over the place here at the airport in this insane. 
His was the sign at the immigration line. I saw a Tuscan, Tucson, excuse me, airport last night where airport personnel were directing illegal immigrants who had been released with their DHS paperwork, non-citizens with no passports only. This was at TSA security for domestic flight, not at customs, not international. Any pilots, airline employees, TSA personnel, with tips on what you're seeing, please feel free to reach out. Anonymity guaranteed. A lot of uh, non-government organizations are helping Biden open the border to unlimited illegal crossing. But none of this could happen without the president's approval. Byron York, the chief political correspondent at the Washington Examiner, said, a man from Guinea who had just crossed illegally into Lukeville, Arizona, tells me he plans to go to Philadelphia. When I asked why, he didn't know. He pulled out a piece of paper with an address written on it he's supposed to go to. We looked it up. It's a local community center. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication on such matters. Amen. That's a lot of matters. Praise God. We thank the Lord for helping us. Amen. We thank the Lord for helping us. Brother Marshall, are you there? I'm here. Praise the Lord. You got an echo. I know I got to shut off the other phone. There we go. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. What shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits to me? So take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. You said, Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee. So we call upon you, said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. So be sozo, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. We ask you to save us all, Lord, from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy. And we thank you, Lord, for pouring forth of your spirit, as you promised, Lord, in Jesus' name. And you say, A lamb for a house. And Father, we, as we prayed earlier, if you can save any of the family members of those that are believers, we ask you to do so, send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, because that's what he does in John 16:8. And ask you to draw each one to Lord Jesus, Father, and give us all a hunger and thirst for what you want. Thank you for drawing us with your loving kindness, Lord, in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory, Lord. And every one of these adjudications that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, and Brother Bill was so nice to post. Father God, we ask for your help and intervention, Father God, in Jesus' name. Hopefully you can still hear me. Switching. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Your arm's not too short to save, Lord. Father, we ask you to help all of the body, members of the body of Christ to continue to follow after you. Because Jesus didn't give up. He didn't say, hey, this is too hard for me. It's not comfortable. I hear that cross hasn't been sanded down just yet. <laughs> so, Father God, they do talk about a rugged cross. Jesus said, take your cross daily. So, Father, as we reckon ourselves dead to the old man, 
ungodly fear and selfishness. We ask you to help each and every one, including all those. And we pray for those who despitefully use us. I have no idea, but you know everything, Lord. But what's behind some of these agendas? But, Father, first and foremost, we do what you say in Second Chronicles 7.14. You said, if my people, which are called by my name, written in the blood of the Lamb, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and you're the last Adam, and Adam means blood in the face or ruddy face, and your eyes are red with wine, and humble them and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Father, it isn't just the United States. It isn't just Canada. It isn't just Mexico. It isn't all the European nations, Father God. Not just the, not just Netherlands. All the European nations. Father God, there's some wonderful Christians in Germany, Father God. Yes, they've had some people from Germany that had other agendas. And lots of people in this nation, the United States, that have other agendas, Father God, not your agenda. We're all going to stand before your judgment seat, Father God. Help us all to be ready. So as we judge ourselves first, as we purify ourselves first, even as the prophet, um, what's his name, um, Daniel, Daniel did, because he realized he was standing in not just for himself, but for his nation. Not just the Jewish nation as we would think of it today, but the the people that God had called to be a special people unto himself. Why would they be special? Not because they were more in number or they were more righteous. No, because the people around them were so hideously evil. And Father God, some people that call themselves believers in the one true God, whether it be Jew or Gentile, have not been exactly doing what pleases you, including allowing their own selves or family members to Take the lives of their own children. Because we're, we didn't create ourselves. None of us did. We were created by you and for you and for your good pleasure. So forgive us, Father, for adding to the numbers of deaths that Pastor Sabrina has just enumerated. More than 100 million, if you throw in the more than 40 million people that had, were murdered by abortion, Father God. And my own daughter, Father. She had good friends, nice people, good friends. Oh, this is inconvenient for you. Just get rid of that piece of tissue from your body. They didn't know it was an eternal soul. And we're all... The, 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 the souls that have been murdered, I believe they go to heaven. And, and who was it? King David, when he had the little issue with Bathsheba, he prayed for his son that was born out of wedlock, but his son didn't make it. But... He, some people say he went to heaven. I, I'm not versed in all the different scriptures that would verify that or not. But you're just God, Father. And Jesus is the just judge. We're all going to stand before him. So as we repent of all these sins, Father God, including selfishness and idolatry and ungodly fear, we ask you to help all those, Father God, that have been involved with adding to the murder rates, Father God, and not just the United States, but all over your earth, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Because, Father, we know the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, it says in John 10, 10. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And when Jesus met Saul of Tarsus, who was very religious, 
self-righteous. He was so sure he was doing everything just exactly according to what's written. Maybe not according to the Torah. He certainly didn't seem to love his neighbors himself, like it says in Leviticus 19 or something. He didn't seem to love his neighbors himself when he, he had people blaspheme. The one who he, that he, he thought at the time was a heretic, meaning Jesus. He gave, he gave witness when they were murdered, when they were killed, executed. And a lot of people have given witness, oh, this is a good thing to do, whatever it is, whether it's abortion or not, even if some of my daughter's friends want to do it. But thank goodness, Lord, she heard the silent scream. Father, help many people to hear the silent screams of your children calling out, even as you hear, even today. The blood of Abel still speaking better things, still saying, but you speak better things than that of Abel. Abel's blood was calling from the ground. But your blood, our witnesses, where our witnesses in heaven. You're at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus, you're the faithful witness. And we thank you, Father God, for teaching us daily what we need to know. Jesus is the holy, holy one and the just. He's the witness. Oh, there's the scripture in Job. I just read that today. Job 16, 18, I believe it is. I don't have memorized, but it's, where is it, Job 16, right after Psalms. Forgive me for being, that's before Psalms, help me, Jesus, of course it's before Psalms. Actually, Job is the oldest book in the Bible, even before Genesis, that's the funniest thing about that. And it says, O earth, Cover not my blood, and let my cry have no place. And now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and my record is on high. Jesus, you're the faithful witness. Now, Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, and him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, and him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Glory and dominion to you, King Jesus, forever and ever. Thank you, Jesus, for ever living to make intercession for each of us. Thank you for continually interceding, not just for us, but all those that are going to believe on you through our testimony, through our words that you give us by your Spirit, Father God. We thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to remind us of what Jesus said, the Spirit of truth. So we will speak truth and not what's just convenient, not just to go along to get along, Father God. And we thank you for the very convicting message that the Holy Ghost gave Patrick Sabrina today. We ask you to help many, many in the Valley Decision to make the right choices, Father God. Those that presume that they're going to heaven, maybe they made a little mistake and killed their own child, or maybe they made other... I mean, even just carrying strife. Strife will just keep us out of heaven, as surely as murder, or abortion, or adultery. Strife. That's what it says in Galatians 5, I think around verse 19 or something. So we thank you, Father God, for causing the people, especially in the United States, but all over the earth, Father God, to turn from what we've been doing in the past and do it your way, because your way is the only way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So draw nigh to God, or we're made nigh to you. We're made nigh by the blood. That's his blood, blood of the only creator God. We plead that blood over all these that are in harm's way, Father God. Those children that can be harmed, not just those involved with at risk because they're 
their mom had an uh, unexpected um, pregnancy, maybe unexpected by her, but maybe some of them were little young women that were brought across the border under the pretense of coming to a better life. Some, some in the United States and in Europe too, and some of them have been put into little brothels or some other place, or and and they they didn't have whatever. Some people think a quote quote unquote safe sex is there such a thing. So Father God, we ask you to save those children, those young people, Father, especially the girls, even the boys too, from all those ungodly contacts, ungodly spirits, Father God, in Jesus' name, including all those associated with those that we want them to. Oh, just get get rid of that tissue from your body. It, it'll, it'll make you. Then we can put you back to work. I mean, then, then you can move on with with whatever it is, working the meat planter or doing whatever it is that, that that other people want them to do. Father, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of of demonic slavery, mind control, in Jesus' name, including all those that are watching computer games and movies and things that are are priming people and prepping people, and all the spirits of ungodly mind control coming from whatever sources they come from. As Pastor Sabrina has prayed about a lot of things, I think she knows where a lot of them come from, and it isn't necessarily what we think. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver us from every ungodly attack on our minds and our hearts, Father God, to be able to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, Father God, in Jesus' name, including those in the body of Christ, those that are and those that will be in the body of Christ. And we thank you for the... um, Various presidential candidates, even this fellow I don't know very much, Ramaswamy, um, calling to an end of, of uh, birthright citizenship in Jesus' name. It sounds like a, a bit of a, a scam, Father God, to uh, cause people to say, ah, oh, yeah, you, you did. So, Father, we thank you for those people that are standing up, standing up for the truth as best they know how, and, cl- and calling for an end of birthright citizenship, including this representative Gates. I don't know how many of them, Father God really want to do what's right in your sight, but you do, and maybe some of them really genuinely do, Father God. And we ask for your help. That's going to cause many, many people to wake up and deliver every nation, Father God, every nation from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy, Father God, in Jesus' name, in every area, including those where people are being flown to, bus to, truck to, whatever it is, hanging on freight trains or whatever it is, being sent to the various Chicago and, and New York and Philadelphia and L.A. and other places, Father God, being sent to, because some of those governors or those mayors, especially in New York and Chicago, are like, well, wait a minute. Our, our resources are strapped to the limit. So, Father God, we ask you to help those that have been um, conjoled by the narrative and by their buddies at the whatever groups they're connected with, whether it's Masonic Lodge or whatever it is, Father God. We ask you to deliver the children, all those involved, especially the the citizens that were actually naturally born here in the United States, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for helping each one. Many, many people, they came to this country, they had to go through a natural citizenship program, Father God, trying to be well integrated, Father God. Not everybody has to speak English, but it didn't make it easier. But, Father God, now the U.S. is trying to expand their influences still, even though their, their, their military prowess is waning and the dollar is waning as well, rather dramatically. Father God, even into West Africa, Father God, and all those different areas, Father God, help the people in the U.S. military to wake up 
especially those that can wake up. Maybe they're not the highest levels that can wake up. Maybe they're already sold out. I don't know. But maybe some of them down a notch or two, Father God, can wake up and say, wait a minute, what are we doing? Why are we spending all these U.S. dollars doing all these things? Have we been called to be the police of the world? No, it, you're the righteous one, Lord Jesus. And your arm's not too short to save. Save the people. They're in harm's way. In West Africa and the different nations that Pastor Sabrina just read through, um, from Burkina Faso and Niger and Mali and all those areas, Father God, deliver the children. Big children, little children. They're in harm's way, Father God. And even when I was in, many years ago now, in uh, Nigeria, Father God, the, the, the distinction between the, the, the Christian southern half of the nation and the Muslim northern half of the nation is rather dramatic, Father God. It is a very different spirit, light and dark. Quite an extraordinary difference, Father God. Calls many people hunger and thirst for what you want, Father God, in, in righteousness. And we thank you for these people from this new uh, website, Mudraker, revealing that this uh, mass migration is not just a spontaneous little thing. It's been well orchestrated by these uh, non-governmental organizations, Father God, and being supported by our lovely tax dollars, as well as some other places, including the United Nations, Father God. So why are they doing all this? What's the plan? Is the plan in to, to make sure that the people that were um, being eliminated from the certain political parties' ranks because they all lined up to get the jab, they're going to be replaced by other people who vote similarly, Father God, being controlled, Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you in. We'll give you free this, free that. We'll give you more than people that worked in the U.S. military got. We give you better better benefits than the VA will give you. We'll give you all kinds of stuff. But, Father God, we forgive the people that can be forgiven, that should be forgiven. And we forgive ourselves for being asleep at the switch, Father. I forgive myself, Father. Forgive me. Help me, Lord. Help us all, Lord. And say, so you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We thank you for these people bringing about the, the uncovering, the Mudraker site, bring about the uncovering from, the, from all these different groups with the maps showing people where to go, how to get there, uh, things being distributed to Doctors Without Borders, the so-called Red Cross, and uh, I think Red Crescent's involved too. I don't remember being listed here. And we thank you, Father God, that you're bringing to light a lot of these things, Father God, even as we've prayed, and we've prayed repeatedly, Father in Jesus, and that you would expose what is going on. And we thank you for doing so. We give you praise and honor, Lord, for many, many answered prayers, Father God. You said about these people that are doing all these things, fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be, that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known, like it says in Matthew 10:26, and confirmed in Mark 4:22, as well as Luke 8:15. Uh, Luke 8, 17, excuse me, 8, 17. So, Father, we thank you for bringing to light all these things, Father God. So, Satan, you and all your underlings seeking to kill, steal, and destroy through abortion, through trying to bring about a sudden change in all, not just the United States, all the different nations in Europe and all the different nations, whatever it is, Luxembourg, Liechtenstein, uh, Sweden, all these different nations, the flood of illegal immigrants is coming in, and the very profitable and, and industrious Dutch farmers are being told, no, no, you, you can't have farms anymore. And all the people in this country, they're, they're being told, no, you have to give up your land so we can put in 
other things, solar panels, because they're so important. Because why? Because, oh, we, well, we shut down the, 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 uh, the drilling for wells because, oh, that's going to cause all this uh, global warming, so-called, or whatever it is. Father God, we know there's an agenda, and it's not your agenda, but you have an ultimate agenda, and it's going to come to pass. Even as that vision Tommy Hicks had some time ago, Father God, when he saw the, the giant, the great body of Christ, waking up, waking up, Father God, in Jesus' name. So we ask you to cause the body of Christ globally to wake up, Father God. And we thank you for drawing many, Father God, many to the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because you, no man comes to the Lord Jesus save you draw them. Thank you for drawing us with your loving kindness, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you said in uh, Ephesians 5, where is it, 5.14, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. He said that people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. What is that great light? That's, that's the menorah. That's the, the candlestick of the cross that was hanging there. Because why did Jesus hang on that tree? For the joy set before him. Every one of the saints. LL. Some of them are getting a little bit tired now. Weary and well-doing. And we understand that, Father God. But you said you would give us your strength. You would cause us to look to you, Lord Jesus. Because there is only one Savior. You could use some people, and you've used people in the past, but we're not looking to any man to save us. We're looking to the Savior in Jesus' name. The Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's the Savior. He's the Savior. Only Jesus can save. Only Jesus. Well, you sent your Son to be the Savior of the world. It says in um, 1 John 4.14. And it says in, where is that, Lord? In Isaiah 45, the Lord says, For there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God. There is none else. Well, doesn't that sound contradictory? Because God's invisible, right? Oh, but Jesus is the visible representation of the invisible God. And who's in Jesus? God the Father. Who's in us? The Spirit of the living God by Jesus. In us. It goes on, verse 23, I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth, righteousness, and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow. That's Biden's knee. Every knee shall bow, Klaus Schwab's knee. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall swear, surely shall one say, as we've repented of our sins and as Jesus come live in our hearts, surely shall one say, in the Lord have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come, and all their incensed against him shall be ashamed. And you say, I think it's at the end of Psalm 86, show me a token for good that they which hate me may see it.
in Jesus' name. All witchcraft is going to have to be sent to Jesus' name. Blind spells are going to be mutant spells. I'm in the only way that Jesus is going to be sent to each and every one of us in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen and Amen.